Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Boxing Day, it's a good time of year. It's a great time of year to be here. Death Piles and Taxes, episode number 50. The podcast that keeps on going. That's right. It gives you what you want and you'll never need to keep a receipt because you won't be returning it. Except you will want to keep a receipt for tax purposes. If you listen to this uh, podcast for tax purposes, can you write off anything? Uh, The answer to that is... It depends. Well, that's better than what I was thinking you were going to say. Well, yeah. Um, special? I mean, it's always special. Every one of these episodes is special, but we got something-something for you this morning. Wow. Something-something for me this morning. It's four in the afternoon. It, it's this morning in France for our good listeners there. Oui, oui, bonjour, mister. Well, I, I okay. Yeah, I, I can't really do a... I guess you do a little drum roll. Oh, what we got? Oh. Well, what? Those look like Cheddar Bay biscuits. With uh, bacon or something in them? Now, am I going to have to take a pill for this? Those would be Cheddar Bay biscuits. Wow. 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 Well, look at that. I got I got Christmas gifts. Well, it is the season, my friend. I, uh, well, wow. I'm, I'm, I don't even know where to begin. Well, like, you know, we always go to the on-air reveal. That's what my kids had to kind of keep you distracted. Oh, that's, that's what you were sneaking in, huh? We got them some uh, modified cheddar baked biscuits. We, we didn't have cheddar, so we used Colby Jack. But I decided to throw in a little bacon to, you know, hopefully spice it up for you. Ooh, and you got that, a mix. You, so you can make your own cheddar baked biscuits. Is this a fruit cake? That's a fruit cake. It's pre-sliced. It, you, you are the fruit cake. Wow. So we made sure we took care of it, and... There's even a, a gift card on there, so you can take Holly out. Too good. Too there, good there, to me. There might be enough if you go for the lunch special that she can get a drink. <laughs> well, I might, have to, I might have to cough up a couple bucks for a Coke, huh? So my wife wanted to tell you thank you. You helped with a, a Christmas gift of hers. It was large. It was heavy. She didn't want to pay for the medical bills, so this is our uh, peace offering. And then we got her something, too. Not talking about her husband. Yes. Lot large and heavy. Oh, <laughs> Bazinga! Bam! So we're gonna hit hit a little uh, something something break so you can enjoy one, wow, and then we'll come right back. Uh, okay. Well, that was the best snack break we've ever had. Wow! Now I gotta have a, something to wash it down with. Well, that, that was, was almost in tandem. That was a double pop. Now here's the problem. I had a good 15 minutes about you buying your pregnant wife a treadmill for uh, Christmas that I can't use now because you gave me such a bountiful bound biscuit. Basket of gifts. Biscuit baskets, because, you know, I know you think I'm a scumbag, but deep down, I, I really care. I think about things. You do. I try to be thoughtful. You know that Grinch that have the heart? I do. You might be related. You know, I thought of myself, too, as, as Ebenezer Scrooge. You know what I did today? Do I dare Do I dare ask? I, I told my staff here, I says, you know what? Just don't even come in tomorrow. Wow. Paid day off. Laid them all off uh, right before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Heartless. No, they were not laid off. They were said, don't come back tomorrow. You're paid for tomorrow. And, and a friend of the program, Brian, who he's got a, he got, he got us a question. You're going to have to be on the spot and answer that for us. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what we do. We even tried getting both, uh, you know, both people work with us. We tried giving them Star Wars tickets. Like they had a special screening that somebody called and said, do you want to go? And I'm like, no, but my staff might. I'm going uh, 
Saturday, my work got some money off. It's free Star Wars tickets. I'm not a Star Wars guy, but for free. I was going to take Cole for a Christmas gift, but he's already going. So me and my wife are just going for free because it's free. Yeah, apparently everybody's going. Like, I got these. It's like a some company we work with rented out an entire theater. And yeah, I come and. A lot of places are doing that. So I let both, uh, I, I let everyone here at work know that, hey, they've got tickets at 11. Like, oh, we've already bought our tickets. Oh, we've already bought our tickets. Well, you can go twice. And I says. It's free. Hashtag never seen the Star War. Yeah, you're not a Star War man, but maybe you could just start at the end. Just go see how it ends, and then you can see if you want to go back and watch any of it. And by end, you know they're going to come out with another one in like three years. This is the way it works. Well, they'll keep making This is the end of the, uh, of the uh, one, and then they're doing the others. You might as well be speaking Japanese to me right now. One and others. Well, what's our question? This is a, a podcast about uh, eBay, e-commerce selling, so on and so forth. For those of you that might just be joining us here for the first time and wondering what you've got into. Yes, we like some Cheddar Bay Biscuits, and uh, we talk about Red Lobster Money, and, and now we got me a fruitcake, but uh, the gift that keeps on giving. But uh, we also ask her, answer, not ask her, questions about uh, eBay and... Uh, we talked about selling things online, slinging, and and uh, had an awesome week this week. I'm going to get into that here in a little bit, but we'd like to take care of your questions, too. So, um, friend of the program, Brian. Brian is listening all the time, um, every episode. He, he's he's still in it, man. He's got that itch. He sold some, uh, the, he bought those vintage Hershey, like, Kiss plates and Hershey chocolates. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Um, he sold, like, I think one or two of each, and he's made as much money as he paid for the entire lot, so he's still got 11 of them there. So he's broke even, and the rest yeah. is going to be profit. It's like a slow play, you know what I mean? It's a get-rich-slow get scheme, like, like we've said. So he actually had a, a two-part question. One was regarding payment. Um, he had payment, this eBay, it's on hold. He had like a 21-day hold on, on some money from PayPal. Uh, that's probably a PayPal, you can do a check, and it takes him forever to clear a check, an electronic check. So I'm guessing that's it. Was it his money or something somebody paid him? That's a good question. It says payment from this sale is on eBay hold. Yeah, so either the person's on uh, probation, probably, you know, a little, uh, what would you call it? I'm trying to think of a nice way to say it. Hasn't always paid or been the best eBay customer, or um, they're doing an e-check through PayPal, which takes forever to clear for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So I've had a few of those, and you just, you just wait it out, and one day it will say, paid ship. So it just takes a little time to maybe get that payment. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I won't be too worried about it. If it goes too long, uh, you can contact eBay and say, what's the deal? But as long as it doesn't say, hasn't paid or canceled, you don't really got to worry about okay, it. Okay, so it's just one of those, sit back and wait. So here's the other one. So that, that was question number one. Question number two from Brian is said, uh, let's see, I have some things with over 300 views. Uh, is it best to try and tweak my description of the item? Should I stop the listing and relist it? If I relist it, will more people see it at see it, or will it drop to the bottom? That's the age-old question. And from what I understand, um, I mean, it depends. I'm a person that lists it and forgets it, and I might come back in 16 months when it says, uh, you know, this has been up for 16 months. You might want to reconsider some things, and I'll sell. I'll I'll end it, and then I'll sell similar, um, basically copy it and make it a fresh listing. And in that time, I'll go and, and tweak our, you know, description or, or look at some things. Um, so his situation is he, he's a real part-time guy, just kind of do it. And honestly, for him, it'd be nice to sell more than later. Yeah, I mean, that might be something where you want to look at price. Uh, you might want to look at your shipping options. If you're having that many people looking, 
they're finding it. There's just something about it that they don't want to buy it for whatever reason, right? Gotcha. I have things. I have thousands of, of people that have viewed it, and for whatever reason, they're not clicking through. Uh, promoted listings would help with that. Um, whether or not you do free shipping or not could uh, influence that. There's a lot of little things. Uh, like we talked about, I think it was last episode where Mike Painter made his uh, his, his black oh, mug, yeah, a gothic, gothic mug. Yeah. You might want to look at some keywords and maybe the right people aren't seeing it. So, I mean, if you're not using all the letters in your item description, um, I'd, I'd go back and revisit that, make sure that you're hitting up the list like me and Adam talked about, you know, in that order of, of how people search so that you get the most bang for your buck. Uh, does, does he have a store, do you know? Uh, I do not believe he has a store. Okay. I was going to say, if, if you do have a store, um, Tara Peak has suggestions on keywords and that kind of a thing that you go look into. But Yeah. Uh, definitely, it's not going to hurt to go and tweak some things around. Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't end it and relist it because that's going to lose those 300 views. Um, if you send offers and stuff, it's, it's basically it's a new listing. So you're not going to have that, that history of people that have found it. Um, if you can make an offer... You know how sometimes they'll let you make an offer. Maybe just throw it out. It goes to a few hundred people. I don't know how many watchers you have. So um, that's that's a few things you can do. Three uh, hundred seems like a lot, but it's not a whole lot. I wouldn't really, unless you really need the space or you're or you're pretty nervous about it or just want to flip it, you know, fast and move on, which we all do. I get that space wise, but um, I just kind of let it hang out. Maybe maybe look at your uh, your your description. Uh, look at your shipping options. Make sure that. It makes sense if you can throw in the th- free shipping, maybe adjust your price. Um, make sure that you have different options so you have the priority, you have the slow boat, the fast boat, that kind of thing. But that's that's what I would do. Aren't those great questions? Yeah, I mean, that's something we all, everyone has that thing that just isn't selling. But um, I had an awesome week, like I was saying, this week, and I sold things that, that I've had for years. So it, it depends if you're if you're looking to move it fast. Uh, you're looking price, you're looking uh, eyeballs. I can sit there and wait for, you know, a year or two if I can get an extra 20 bucks, 10 bucks off something. So if you do decide to redo the descriptions, this is always our... we got to come up with a better name for this. Yeah, we, we do. It's uh, The D&T listings. It's, it's basically um, how eBay uh, recommends you listing. This is how Google finds your things. This is uh, how they've termed, I think it was in the U.K., uh, eBay that actually did the uh, the what do you call it test or wherever yeah. they, they did this. These were the, the results. The algorithm. So this is how you want to list things to make sure that most people are seeing it because this is how uh, most people search. Yeah. So again, that kind of one of the things we looked at, we talked about as you're doing descriptions. If you do need to adjust, the way I guess kind of uh, order of importance would be brand which in my instance still is available, Nike, <laughs> gender, men's, size, medium, color, gray, theme, Arizona Cardinal sweatshirt. I mean, there's some things that just don't, they're not fast movers. Um, you're basically waiting for that one person that's looking for this item to come and find your item. Yeah. And they might not be on the internet for three months looking for it, but yeah. when they do, you want them to be able to find yours and have it cha-ching. Yeah, exactly, so... Hey, hey, speaking of football, the foosball. I have to, I have to brag a little bit, Adam. All right, I'm, uh, I'm in the finals of my fantasy football um, league. I'm, I'm playing for the championship this week. I got a big game coming up, resting some players, getting them healthy. But uh, Vegas has actually took took some interest. I got, I got me a spread. I'm a fourteen and a half point favorite, and our over unders at two hundred. 
I, well, one ninety nine. I was telling you, you're, you're losing our listeners, but I am not buying that. So you're saying I could bet on your fantasy league championship game right now? Yes. Is this through like five dimes? Do I need to have some? It's through Derek's Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was gonna say you get some guys interested in some some of that side. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm just saying it's it's available. That's the line. Billion dollar app ideas is you bet me. That's our app, and yeah. you can bet your buddies. We hold it in the escrow dollar amount. Hey, uh, speaking of, of things, um, big congratulations. Adam was on uh, another radio program yesterday um, talking about his. His wheelchair company and things, and uh, I have to harass him a bit because he, he forgot to mention one little thing that he does here with, like, you know, could get some more listeners. I gave him a hard time about that yesterday. Um, but, no, it was really cool. Gave it a listen, and Adam, uh, yeah, big, big kindness. Well, we'll have to, we'll, we'll break it. We'll give the, uh, we'll give these guys some love. Um, I was on the Top of Mind show with Julie uh, Rose. Um, they found her information. It's through BYU Radio, which is a national. She made sure she let me know that national um, radio show. It's on XM one forty three. So XM, I had to go find it off the internet and steal it for free on, on Reddit. I uh, did. Mike I, Durbin send you the link. I knew it was important because they talked real soft and like this. Yes, it was like almost an NPR sounding show. It was quite interesting. I mean, breaking it down, you know, there was, uh, um, you know. Grandma, important grandma roles, um, all-terrain wheelchairs, which obviously that was us. But then you had uh, the enduring appeal of Mr. Rogers. They had a lady on there that worked with Mr. Rogers. Then they, what else do they do after that? Uh, know, might got, have helped us out got, with some uh, more listeners. We got bamboozled at the end. They had 2019 hottest toys with the toy guy. And the toy guy said that there hasn't been a hot toy since the Hatchimals. And the toy guy was wrong because there was the whole finger thing in between yeah. there and then. Uh, last year, I was flipping quite a bit of the Ryan's egg, so yeah. I was I was a, a bit hot at that point. I, I know. It's it's insane, man. I take all my anger out on you. I apologize. Because you gave me all this Christmas goodies and, and the Cheddar Bay Biscuits. I didn't even have to take a pill for because I only took one. With uh, with uh, What kind of cheese did you say you threw in there with the bacon? Um, that would be Colby Jack. <laughs> great, great. Uh, was that a great upgrade? Great Audible, yes. Uh, yeah, audible, I like that, so. Hey, let's talk a little eBay, should we? Let's do some eBay. Um, well, this week, like I said, I had a, a great week. I decided to uh, be a little proactive. And I don't know if it just happened to line up with the week, the week before Christmas or not, but I did a 25% sell on Ooh. 95% of my store. Okay. So basically everything that I wasn't into too deep. Yeah. I usually have, you know, about 100% markup on a lot of my stuff because you get it from the thrift store, you get it from yeah. uh, yard sales or, or whatever, so... I went ahead and just took 25% off, and that's going till, I think I was running it until either Saturday or Sunday, so right. here a couple days. That first day after, I had a $600 day, which cha-ching, ching pain in the butt to ship day, which we know is a good thing. Yeah. And uh, this year, I haven't had that. And usually, years past, uh, you know. You no, quite frequently. Well, November and December, it wasn't uh, rare to have days where, I mean, that's a good chunk of money, but where you make hundreds of dollars, it wasn't a rare thing. And, yeah. Uh, I wasn't bragging, but sharing it with some of the friends and stuff, just to kind of motivate and say, hey, look what's going on. And I was talking to Waddy. Okay, what's Waddy doing? He sold a uh, some DVDs. He amazes me. Some of the stuff he comes up with to sell. He sold, He's like, oh, I only sold me uh, you know, uh, a, a season of, I don't even know the show, some DVD 
season today for Gilmore tw- Girls for twenty five bucks. I said, man, if you can sell DVDs, you're doing something right. Yeah, because that's a that's a tough one. Industry, well, right? it's tough because you know you can yeah. just stream it and everything. And then he was telling me about his wife found these uh, little snowmen at Trader Joe's. Okay, they're like a hot chocolate. Oh yeah, yeah. You put them in the hot chocolate and it melts. Okay. Apparently, they're uh, I don't know if they were two ninety nine or one ninety nine somewhere in that ballpark, and they had a limit. So his wife starts loading up on him. <laughs> and the guy at the desk goes, uh, excuse me, excuse me. Um, you can only get like three or four or whatever the limit is of those. And she's like, oh, okay. And she's getting ready to put back. He goes, you know what? I don't care. Get as many as you want. <laughs> so she ended up loading up, and she was selling them for, I think, $20 a thing. And then they've been going, which is awesome. And that's why I said it's the same thing. I, I just have more volume. The reason that I have these big days, for the most part, is... I got a couple thousand items, yeah. so there's a lot more to look through. When you're doing 25% off and things start going, it seems to be a snowball effect. And I've been listing all week because Adam forgot, but me and him are in a listing challenge. Oh, no, I did not forget. Well, then you're, uh, you're Trojan horses or something because I'm watching your store. There's, there's not a whole lot going there. Have you checked today? I haven't because I've been working all day. Uh-huh. So when you say working, we get these like long text message threads with all you and your buddies, and I'm like, how are these guys getting paid? Where are, I'm on the clock. Well, we get 15 minute breaks and a lunch break. And yeah, but you use that time to use your vape pen. You use right. Some, sometimes you gotta go to the restroom. You know I don't vape, Adam. Uh-huh. Don't be telling these good people that you were the one selling the vape juice and rubbing menthols down your throat. I said I was selling. I didn't say I was using. Uh huh. This stuff tastes great. Tastes like great. Well, that's why I heard reviews. Oh, sure you did. Ten, ten out of five doctors recommend this. <laughs> ten out of five. If doctors. you're gonna make this one, helps you digest better. <laughs> did that get? Did you get that off some Albanian website? Well, I'm not gonna tell all my sources. <laughs> but anyway, had a great. I mean, this week's just been crazy for me. But selling things left and right, and I gotta go home and pack up a bunch of things. So hopefully, everyone out there is having a good. Holiday, fourth quarter, whatever you want to call it, season. We just got some stuff shipped out today and had to make sure we got it nice and fit in the box and make sure it gets out there before Christmas. So we got some people looking for some things. So what did you sell? Uh, more porcelain dolls. That seems to be a good, a my, good my wife, you, you know, it's not a, not a ton of money, but a little bit here and there. It's funny. I was listening to uh, the uh, one of the other podcasts, um, a Pod Hustle. Like, I can't remember. But anyways, they're, they're talking about selling and they're talking about losing money, like they're like, oh, I've got, you know, I've got all these things and I got to get them up, and I'm losing money on everything. And I'm like, what? that's that's the thing, like with Brian, where people want their stuff gone so fast that they're, gonna, I don't understand the point of that. I mean, there's some things where I'm like, okay, I'm ready to break even. Maybe I made a mistake, or I'll talk about some cards a little later where I just, I, I, I came up with a strategy, and I don't know if it's going to work or not, but. To where basically I can break even after I go through and, and kind of like painter the deck like we learned the other the other day, what kind of how he bought things or how you bought things. Um, but I do have to add this in here. Friend of the program, Ben CV, I feel like we haven't done a show forever. Yeah. I don't know why, but a lot of information here. He was asking if we're still trying to come up with names for the listeners for Ooh. the uh, anniversary show, which is coming up here soon. Not sure when we're going to do it, but soon. And I said, no, we haven't came up with a name. Here's some ideas, you know. He said, well, what about Reapers? And I said, Reapers? Adam, Adam thought I said Reapers. And Adam's like, I don't think we can do that because not everyone smokes weed that listens to us. I don't think that's what it should be. And I said, Reapers. And he goes, oh, like, like why, what do you mean that? And if you look at our logo, we have that grim, grim Reaper. So we can say, don't fear the Reaper. You know, that could be a whole thing there. So I'm going to throw that one in the ring as far as another name. 
Reapers, not Reefers. Not Reefers, like the madness. So, I think we got a few names coming. Uh, We'll let you know when we put up a poll, and we'll just let you guys vote, and whatever. Uh, Jimmy Cheeky Pants. Uh, Jimmy McKnight sent me a thing today about a, uh, he must have some watch out or something. Walmart.com had a Monopoly Junior game, the Neon Green Edition, that's usually $30, okay. for $5. So I was going to go load up like I do, but by the time I got there, they fixed it. It must have just been a glitch or something. So by the time I went there and clicked on it, and it was $5, but when you went to put it in your car, it had been fixed to the $30. How does that Jimmy Cheapy Pence, he, he's got... I don't know. He's, he's got an in. He's doing something. I don't know what it is. He says he's not reselling yet, but he listens to every show... And he's up on these kind of things, man. He's a, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's the guy. Hey, check out this bolo. But, yeah, he's got bolos. He's got all these things. He's, he's feeding the beast. So, if nothing else, he must just be enjoying hearing us talk about it. Also, sorry, man. I feel like I'm just shoving, you know, 10 pounds in that 20-pound or 5-pound bag or however we did it. That's what I did with my birthday, my brother's uh, Christmas present about <laughs> 20 minutes ago. I know, that's, I put people's Christmas gifts in, just doing the pirate ship, and like, it's in my eBay bags, it's fine, they understand, I sell on eBay, I'll just ship out, do them, whatever. Um, now what was I going to say? Oh, you're, man. You're stuffing 10 pounds into a 3-ounce That's box. what I was doing, but uh, what was I going to say? I mean, Lots of shows. Okay, um, my wife, the other day, tells me, uh, listen to the last show. Oh, Holly listened. She listened. Uh, apparently, my dad saying that uh, I was giggling like a schoolgirl with that Mike Painter episode. You were. You we, were. we were up pretty late. It was quite And late. I was having a great time. We had a good time on that trip. I was just, you know, we were having fun. So <laughs> so she listened to that one. And then the other day, she texted me, just heard the Halloween episode. Wow. So maybe my wife now does listen. She's becoming a full-time listener, huh? I, I guess. Um, now i got to watch what I say. Well, you do. <laughs> Holly, don't go back to episode 13 when he threw you under the bus. Yeah, whatever you do, do not listen to all the episodes. <laughs> Every single one. So that was, you know, she went from the, uh, we did a Facebook Live uh, from your house the other day. And yeah, that's, there. yeah, we'll throw that up there. And if you, uh, if you haven't seen it, go to Death Piles and Taxes Facebook and look at the live. And an awesome light show. It was amazing. Went there with my company party. Like how I told you, I take... Uh, you did have the company party. I the company party. I, I upset some people. I didn't take my dad on the company party, and he supplies me with my boxes and my bubble wrap. Oh, man. So this year might be a tough year for me. I might not get the bubble wrap and, and boxes that I need. <laughs> but, um, so we went and had a nice, nice steak dinner down the road here at the Daltons. Had some uh, prime rib and steak, and I said, get whatever you want. You know, they helped me all year long. My wife takes everything to the, uh, the post office, and my brother... Is the bolo guy I say go get this, help me do that, whatever. So afterwards, I said, let's go see Adam's house over here with all the music and stuff playing. And we did a live video from it, and you should go and watch it. It was great. Um, the funny part is, is my kids were watching it, and they were dying. They said, that Derek, he's a funny guy. And then the other day, I got Santa to visit us. You Between you, like our, our booking department is amazing. The fact that you can get the two most influential people in the world right now Santa Claus and President Trump on our show. It's unbelievable, man. It's unbelievable. I didn't want to be insensitive to you. I don't know if the phrase is happy impeachment or merry impeachment. I don't know which way that goes, so I didn't want to offend anybody. I don't know how that works. Wow. That's you know, this time of year, happy and merry get people that's, upset. That's why this show rolls in. Some of us know what we're talking about. The others stick their head in the sand, and I'll let you figure out who it is on which topic. 
Exactly. If you go back and listen to all the shows, you, you'll, it won't take you long. It, it, it's all there. It's just all it, there. It is all there. <laughs> uh, so what... Uh, I'll tell you something. Uh, except getting into these... You know, we talk a lot about, you know, you got to know what's going on with your taxes. No, no matter what, like if you're listening to this podcast, you're going to have to file taxes. I don't care if you're in uh, South Carolina, uh, Canada, Japan, Poland. There are some form of taxes that you're paying. We get into a lot of the reselling thing and doing all these things. And, you know, I, I learned something yesterday. You, you learned something new about taxes? I learned, I learned something new about, about my profession. What's that? So I spoke at career day yesterday at the local high school. Oh, yeah, I forgot you were on a local high school career day. I got it. Yeah, you were busy yesterday. I was, I was busier than a, a fruit merchant. Fruit merchant down in uh, San Jose. That's right. Um, I spoke at the uh, career day. Um, it was definitely interesting. I mean, I think it was, you know, they had like 30, 35 different uh, career people there talking about their things. Brian was there. He's an occupational therapist there. He was there. We had... Lawyer friend, firefighter buddy. That's in my notes. we got to talk about him. Interesting conversations we had. But first with mine, apparently, this is going to be hard to believe. Hold on. I'm sitting down. Apparently, there are not a lot of high school kids that want to become an accountant. Wow. I was promised 25 to 30 kids per session. I had two groups that I spoke with. And I had seven that show up, which that was good. And I went out of my way. I, I even bought candy. I, I brought, like, the gold coins. I brought some million-dollar bars. You know, I was teaching, like, you got it, and then I took it away because I, you had to pay me taxes. Oh, yeah, it, I'll figure it out. It was good. It was good. And, uh, you know, I had seven kids. Very smart. Like, they were the cream of the crop. Um, and then the next session happened, and zero kids came in. I got goose egg. Well, you know why? We live in a pretty conservative area, and there's a lot of women associated with accountants, and, you know, it's that flamboyant lifestyle. Just You get all the ladies. And so there were probably parents that said, you can't go to the accountant because um, we don't want you growing up and having that temptation. So that was probably, because I know originally before you were a married man, you got into it for the women. And now you've had to just, you know, fly solo. You're, you're an honest and true man, but it's, it's a tough temptation for all accountants. It's just the, the, the women that just surround you at all times. The throng of harlots <laughs> that come in. I mean, it's, it's hard. It's a heartbreaker. You know, it's almost, it's right below, like, boy band accountant as far as just screaming women at your at your door. I was I was thinking me and, uh, you know, Axel Rose finally have something in common I besides take, purging weight. I wouldn't take that personally. On the okay. second session, I think that was all just, right. that was parents, probably mothers being a little too, you know, they don't want their boy getting wrapped up in that lifestyle. So well, I'm glad you don't take me, it personal. I, I'm glad you brought me back down to reality on that. But uh, so, I, I, little uh, you know, I was like, I forgot. Like my job is not sexy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like everybody says I want to grow up and be an accountant. Well, but, I think about when you were in high school. I mean, it was like, well, I'm going to be a pro athlete, or I'm going to be, uh, uh, you know, I was I was uh, going to be the payroll manager for the San Diego Padres, not the first baseman. Well, you know, but not what was the rest of your class going to be? If you're talking to people that if they even thought it out, lucky if they were alive. <laughs> yeah, no one, no one really thinks long term at that point. If they That's do, true. they're a lot ahead. So. Yeah, I wouldn't take that one too personally. Um, I wasn't even asked to come in and talk about being a 
a professional warehouser, driver, slash eBay entrepreneur. I'll make sure that I, because uh, I, I mentioned it. I talked about the podcast. I threw that out there. So Hey, maybe you got some new listeners. So the, the cool thing is. It gets better, guys. I know you're listening. It's a tough spot. You had to go to this accounting thing, but, but you'll be all right. Just you'll have the money, so you'll be okay. So after our little, you know, hour, you know, teaching, talking about our careers, we went into the teacher's lounge, which I've been in there for a long time. I've um, never been in a teacher's lounge. Yeah. Anyways, they had some uh, some food there, but sat down. A couple people sat around the night that I knew, familiar with, and we had one guy, uh, interesting, he was a retired chemist, oh. um, which where I come from, that's a drug maker, but I don't Me. think he was. Yeah, chemist is, yeah, okay. <laughs> they were for AARP, like he was, you know. He was legit. He was legit. He wasn't your neighborhood meth dealer. No, no, he was not that I know of. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, there, technically, I mean, it's, there's a lot wrong with that, but <laughs> oh. you got to put food on the table, I guess. That's true. Um, we were there talking with one of my friends, a uh, guy sitting next to me. He uh, is a um, paramedic, works in the fire department. And, uh, you know, we're talking about random things. Brian was kind of talking about his eBay stuff. And a uh, guy across was like, oh, yeah, like I have the camera and things that I'm selling, like the chemist. Mm-hmm. And then the other guy next to me is just kind of like, Looking at me like waiting, chomping at the bit to get into the conversation. He's got something to say. Yes, throwing it in there. So he pulls out this picture, and he pulls out this picture, and he shows me it's a picture of a tent, like a military tent. And there was a kind of some accident that happened here. I won't get into too many details. Um, something that happened on um, the railroad, Union Pacific. There was a couple train cars that derailed. And anyways, he had two tents out there for, for some different purposes, and they were destroyed. So do you know what Union Pacific did? Not a clue. They paid him the MSRP value of those tents. Okay. He paid five hundred. They were worth seven thousand dollars each. Wow. <laughs> so his flip was a thousand dollars into fourteen. So how did he go about that then? Uh, just different, you know. He he filled out the paperwork and things, but that was just. Well, I mean, where did he get the fourteen hundred dollar tent for five hundred? No, fourteen thousand. Or fourteen thousand. I so because that's the kind of thing I need to be listing on eBay. Exactly, and that's kind of what we got into. And he tells me he goes to these governmental surplus types. Oh, surplus things. auctions. Yep, yep. But then, like that was just the beginning, man. Like that was Pandora's box. And that was the that was just the tip of the iceberg. That was the tip, you know. And it's always one of these interesting things, and I won't get into too many names or details to uh, keep it. Uh, Don't incriminate the poor guy. No, no HIPAA violations here. But he says, yeah, you know, it was kind of one of those things when we went in and met with our accountant and uh, my wife was there and uh, the accountant says, yeah, how did you make $80,000 flipping on the Internet? Wow. So he got in a couple more items because I was like, you like, uh, what are you buying, bro? Yeah. Uh, what was the name of your store? You know, I need to go check some things out. Yeah. I guess he does a lot on Facebook Marketplace. kind of stays off the radar because he ships a lot of things. He also bought some... Um, defibrillators okay some medical devices i guess yeah, he found yeah. some you know thing uh you know paid 175 and was selling them for three gur yeah things like that are pretty regulated as far as amazon and ebay so you would have to sell them kind of locally or know people because medical equipment's one of those things where they want licenses and yeah so when i saw that, approval, all that kind of stuff. i wonder if him and the chemists were in organization <laughs> together cahoots, or maybe it's like you know you know people that own businesses and you need defibrillators and hey i can sell it to you for for this amount and uh you know it doesn't matter as far as that goes but if you're trying to sell them across state lines on the internet 
eBay has different um, regulations and rules that they have to follow. So uh, Facebook Marketplace is not a bad place. I yeah. sold, um, so I bought 60 of an item I can't talk about because, you know. No. Um, don't want to ruin. HIPAA violations. I don't want to ruin children's beliefs. I'll just say that much, right? Uh, if that's what you want to go with. And so I've sold this item to mothers and grandmothers. And I sold them, uh, I got them $5 a piece. I've been selling them for 20 And I got three left. And uh, I'm, I'm just going gangbusters. But I just do it on Facebook Marketplace. And I say, hey, if you Venmo me the money, I'll ship it for free because it'll fit in a first uh, yeah, class envelope, no yeah. problem. And I've just been selling them like crazy, like hotcakes, especially last week. So, you know, it's well, not, I mean, we talk a lot about eBay. Um, we, we rush on Amazon, but don't don't sleep on the marketplace or, uh, you know, classified ads like, like Maynard was talking about with his uh, elk head. Yeah. I mean, just just find find where your stuff is selling at and go for it. Get, get it sold. Wow. So that was, uh, it was a good conversation. And it was one of those things I hit him up. I says, hey, we, we, you want to come on our podcast? He said, yeah, yeah, let's figure out a time. So, hey, the more the merrier. I mean, so that's kind of, I'm going down my list. I got one more. Uh, this is a heavy, like, I mean, I made show notes because I knew we were going to be banging this episode. It was going to be good. It's going to be a good one. This is a keeper, as the kids would say. It, it's going to be an evergreen. I, I'm up on the eBay. Did, did you see what eBay announced about our friends, the shoe flippers? I saw there's an announcement coming down. I didn't read it. Are you saying I'm ahead of it on the yep, eBay? Yep, you're ahead of me. You've created a monster here. I've created a few monsters, and I'm pretty proud of it. Because yes, you have. I'm helping people do good stuff. I mean, as far as cause people say to me, like, why are you doing it? You know, like you're, you're stealing money out of your own pocket. Or you're, I'm helping people be able to go to Disneyland with their kids or to pay a few extra bills, take their wife out to dinner, or in some cases, you know, have a whole new career, so... That's I'm I'm happy about the monsters we've been creating. It's been a huge, Maybe that should be another name of monsters. A huge <laughs> success. What a eBay what just doing? made a huge announcement to help dominate the multi-billion-dollar sneaker reselling industry. Because there was something about eBay or Amazon dropping Nike. There's a big fight going. On. eBay is going to eliminate North American sellers' fees. For sneakers sold at $100 or more, the company announced on Tuesday. Wow. Uh, I guess before, they had charges up to 10% for sellers. Oh, yeah, um, well, we all pay seller's fees, so yeah. So I'm still always, like, looking into these things because you know how I look at it? If they're eliminating fees, how are they going to make money? Well, they're just trying to dominate the market, right? Yeah. There's a big sneakerhead... Uh, is what they call themselves market out there. Yes. There's a few different apps and places to find them. Um, besides Amazon, I think it's StockX or something like that. And then there's another one that's a popular one. So I think they're just trying to get people to come to eBay to look for shoes. So they're just trying to get the market coming there. And I'm sure here in a couple of years or whatever, um, surprise, you're paying you're paying fees again. Here's the thing. Now, if people think that, that selling stuff on the Internet is, is crazy, you're right. But this is saying... Just like you said, this has moved to help them break into the global resale market. Um, in a recent analysis, they're saying that the sneaker market reselling could be worth $6 billion, with a B, by 2025. They said nearly 6 million sneakers were sold on eBay in 2019. 
And right there, just like you said, StockX, man, you're, you you know your stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. There's people that just go, I told you my, my buddy's working over at the Ross trying to make some, some extra money. Slinging. Yeah, there's people that just go in there and just buy shoes, and they just resell them on eBay. Uh, if you go up to the Nike outlet, I know most areas either have, you know, these Nike Adidas type outlets and stuff, Under Armour. Um, you can go buy shoes there all day long and flip them. If you know what you're looking for, uh, if you, I mean, always look at your comps, but... They have these limited drops that they call them, and people will find out when they're going to happen, and they'll go wait in line and they'll buy up as many pairs as they can get. Yeah, and they just they just flip them, and yeah. it's a good source of income. I, I know you had some good luck when we went to the Apple Store. You you bought some oh, stuff yeah, there. Yeah. I know you, know you're flipping it. Apparently, we need to know somebody on uh, one of those religious sabbaticals that's in Portland that goes to the Nike store because I just had somebody there that we're talking about. Apparently, they get a Pretty nice discount up there. Well, there's, uh, I mean, there's Nike stores around the valley. Well, this is like at the headquarters. Yeah, there's the headquarters. Headquarters. Yeah, that's where it was at. Okay. Well, if it's that good of a discount, let's get the old Sprinter van and get up there, man. We'll load her up. Get the man Maybe van. a business trip. Uh, well, yeah, stop and bendy on the way. I mean, might as well. Well, we've been zipping. Uh, I know. I can't believe it. Just time goes by fast. Yep. Yep. Um, maybe we'll sneak in a little break. Okay. What do you think? I think we should do a break. We'll come back and do our new one of our new husky sections. Husky sections and, uh, and a happy holidays to all the listeners out there. It's been a great time. Um, ho- hopefully, you're selling a lot, or if you're thinking about getting into it, you're you're starting because it's a great time to start selling. So as this holiday season, uh, you know, we're right there. There's going to be two things that are for certain: merry and happy, whatever it is you celebrate or do. Derek is a fruitcake. And uh, death piles are for certain. And you're all going to have to pay taxes. Oh, it's tax season. Tax season's coming. We've talked about it forever. Welcome to Hashtag Husky Section. So I'm back here with Mike Painter, who, who's now became a, a, a multi, multi-guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, for radio and podcast. And uh, I was going to ask you something, but I've totally forgot what it was during that rant there. So let me think about Oh, here's what, here's what it is. So I'll cut that out as well. <laughs> so, Mike, it's the holiday season. Christmas time. You're, you're a fan of Christmas music. I am. Instead of me derailing, why don't you go down some of your favorite Christmas songs and, and why? Uh, do you want me to talk about the ones that I absolutely loathe as well? Yes, I mean, that's, that's where I'm going. <laughs> okay, so uh, so there's one song that I absolutely loathe that Derek loves. Um, Derek, growing up, I'm sure he's probably mentioned that. I, I don't recall, but he, he's maybe mentioned on the podcast that he has a love for Mariah Carey. At least, at least before he met his, his dear wife, Holly, I'm sure that he figured Mariah was probably the woman in his life. and uh, She has no more spot in my heart now. That's it's, right. it's, been filled. it's been purged. That's right, but uh, she she had a song that uh, the all I want for Christmas is you. I, or is that the correct? Yeah, that's the name. I can't stand that song. It's terrible. Now you coming from the Juab area, yeah, I, I believe that is a Christmas classic. It is a Christmas classic. From what I understand, uh, you know, Lisa down at Lisa's dance shop, mm-hmm. I believe that they've been doing that that same Christmas flashlights dance since like what nineteen what ninety one or something. It's a great dance. Several, like, uh, several years, and I you're saying you're not dance. a fan of it. I, I, I think, you know, maybe it's one of those so, repetition things. I've heard that song so many times. I I, I dare bet I've pair venture a million times. I've listened to that song, wow. and it's and that's one you, too many. Wow, you, you are, <laughs> you're a deep dive in there. Um, yeah, that's it. So, so how about the, the Grinch song? The Grinch song's great. Okay. You know, I, I'm a lover of all Christmas holiday type music. You know, it can be an Adam Sandler song. Uh, 
I'm good with everything. Religious, yeah, it's I, good. I, I want to bring that up. I want to appreciate it. There is no law of Thanksgiving music. That's right. Adam Sandler came on last week. We got a little something, something on there. Like 98% of it, forgot how funny it was <laughs> as an 18-year-old. Forgot how much has slipped through the crack as a 38-year-old father. That's right. <laughs> no, I, I can't raise your kids for you. <laughs> that's, that's true. But, um, what, other, what other Christmas jolly do you get? Um, do I get jolly? Is yeah, that the <laughs> Christmas jollies did you get? I can say, uh, you know, I, I like Christmas. Christmas is my favorite holiday of the whole year. Um, there's a lot of good music out there. I do like the more religious music, but I, I like the fun music too. But I like Christmas movies. Second, the clock strikes 12.01 on, you know, the day after Thanksgiving is Christmas movies, like every day. You know, you got to watch Cousin Eddie and, you know, the Griswolds, things like that. you got to watch the Christmas story. Uh, all the other ones, all the Grinches, every last one of them, and every last one of the Christmas carols, whether it's the Jim Carrey or the Kermit the Frog or the Mickey Mouse, you know, they're all good, or the original. i got a question for Adam, because we went over the scary, Adam doesn't like scary movies. That's been well established. Where do you come down on a Christmas Carol, which is a classic Christmas story, but it's also Ebenezer Scrooge and Ghosts? Now, I'll, uh, I'm always open, transparent on the show. Never seen the complete oh my. Uh, of, Lardy, Lardy. of the black and white one. I mean, oh, I've seen okay. oh, sorry. I mean, the black and white. Come on, the original one. The but, remastered in color? Yeah, the remastered. No, I mean, the Mickey Mouse one. I mean, Uncle Scrooge one. Like, that's... That's one of my that's one of my go tos. I mean, I'm a Tiny Tim kind of guy. You are a Tiny Tim kind of guy. That's, that's brave of you to admit. Let, let's be honest. I mean, you know, Bob Cratchit, like he was an accountant. Let's be honest, he's an accountant, guys. Like I get it more than you think you get it. And I like to feel I've got a little Bob Cratchit in my heart. I used to be crotchety, Uncle Joey, and then I just hit that moment where I just decided to get out of bed and resurrect my life. And oh, wow. That's, that's a good metaphor. That's how I've I knew, that metaphor before. A, a new um, look on life. So, uh, yeah, well, I mean, way to go, man. That's Love the show. But the ghosts don't bother you. I don't know if it's the ghost. Yeah, the it's candle a, one. It's a cartoon. Seems it's like a that cartoon. one. That one's, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I never thought about it like that. Yeah, so that please don't bring it up. The don't ruin the show for me. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's ghost stories to be told by the, the fire. Is that how the song goes? Yeah, I think so. So any other uh, Christmas tidbits? Ah, as far as... Uh, Oh, Derek, you put me on the spot here. I, I'm normally a lot more funny when I have time to prepare materials. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you, you know, come on now. You turn this thing on, man. <laughs> you, you turn it on and you got to be funny. Come on, man. Okay, I have to have you back for Easter. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think? I mean, the people love us. We've been doing this for 49 episodes there you now. Go. <laughs> New stuff every you week. just keep coming around. You guys got to start expanding too a little bit. You guys, you, see, you have Japan, but you need to get some into China and Hong Kong and some of those areas. So you, right? you're, you're in it. Why don't you give us a quick little intro in Japanese. Make this an intercultural. So I'm, I'm not in Chinese. Chinese. I speak Chinese. I speak very little Japanese. I'm afraid I'd offend when I start speaking. Well, don't know, don't, don't don't offend. <laughs> How about you throw in some Chinese? I, I hear that's it's a pretty big country, right? Yeah, it's it's large. Uh, a couple people <laughs> live there. It's huge. <laughs> Billions. A couple people that live there. Yeah, yeah, it does. Maybe give us a little promo. So should, should, we, should, we wish, should we wish our friends in China Merry Christmas? Oh, that is, that, is that acceptable on this podcast? That's fine with me. So, so in China, there's really there's two main dialects. You, know, you have the Mandarin, which is what they speak in mainland China, and then you have Cantonese, which is spoken in, more in Hong Kong. So if we're going to we're gonna speak Mandarin, because that's really what I'm familiar with after 20... I studied this 20 years ago on my uh, sabbatical, church sabbatical, <laughs> religious, religious, sabbatical. Re- religious vacation. <laughs> so, But yeah, so we'd say, Shengdanjie, uh, Kuai So that's Merry Christmas. 
So that's that's something that we we'll, we'll let them. Maybe how about, that'll help some how listeners. About take some of your stuff and list it on eBay. Ooh, I don't think I could do that right now. That's that's <laughs> like I said. Uh, you don't really use those that language there. Uh, are at you the Chinese telling me that you weren't looking what to flip when you were on your sabbatical? <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.